I am your host, Sophie, and welcome to the official first episode of the Haitian American Dream Podcast, where I discuss the beauty, the flaws, and all that Haitian culture is made up of. As I said in the intro episode, on this podcast, you will find a little bit of history, a dash of comedy, and a major focus on the importance of mental health in our community. So thank you, Messi on Peel, for tuning in and welcome once again. Pull up a chair, get comfy, and pour yourself a glass of Malta, Cremas, Cola Champagne, or whatever your Haitian drink of choice is. Even if that means just a straight shot of Bamako, which if you did do that, I would think you're crazy because your chest is going to burn like hell. But let's go ahead and start the show. This message is supported by Soup Jumu Productions, the one, the only one-stop market for all your Jumu needs, from squash to pumpkin noodles, carrot, celery, beth, and tutbagai else. I mean, oops, anything else you put in your soup for the day. Happy Haitian Independence Day. Let's start the show. All right, I hope that everyone enjoyed their New Year's Eve. Whether you were at church testifying or out twerking, this is a no-judgment zone. Or, look, if you did both, hey, that's even better. All right, let's go straight into our first topic, which is the Haitian of the day. Woo! <laughs> All right, y'all. So obviously today is Haitian Independence Day. If you don't know, and now you know, if you don't know, now you know, glory, glory. <laughs> y'all know how Kirk Franklin, he's like the, the um, what you call it? The number one hype man of gospel. As a matter of fact, I don't even think there's any... Are there any other gospel hype men? No, there's not. He is the one and he is the only gospel hype man that we all know of. But anyways, all right, let's get back. So back on track, back on track. So Haitian of the day in honor of today's very special occasion, Haitian Independence Day, I have decided to select the one, the only, yes, you guessed it. Say it with me. Toussaint Louverture. I hope I said it well. Louverture. Like you gotta, you can't just say Toussaint Louvetier or however um the Americans or whomever say it. You gotta say it with passion and um with character with depth. Okay, because this was a man who was about that life. He was not playing y'all. Which obviously, if you're a true true Haitian and into history, and as a matter of fact, yeah, just into history, like real history, you'll know him. All right, so of course, for those who are unaware, because not everyone is up to date on history <laughs> that was kind of funny anyway so Toussaint was one of the main leaders who led about one half million enslaved Af- um I was gonna say Africans but we are we are African regardless um but enslaved Haitians to revolt against French colonists which took place in 1791 but then the war finally ended and we won in 1804 so that's hmm how many years is that Y'all, I got to do the math real quick. <sighs> One way. So, yep, I'm really doing the math. Don't judge me, y'all. Because, you know, mathematics, it's not bon, it's not bon. Four 
bum way, bum way. 213 years? Why do I feel like it's so much longer? Oh, wait, it's 2018. <laughs> Y'all, I am bugging. 214? Why do I feel like that's still so low? Anyway, so basically, it's been 214 years since the Haitian Revolution, and we still celebrate till this day with a lovely bowl of soup, Juma, which I'll get into later. But anywho, so basically, Toussaint was able to lead this many Haitians um, to finally just really fight for their freedom and basically not take <laughs> what the French were telling them to take. And I just think that it goes without saying he should definitely be the Haitian of the day. But at the same time, I would also like to mention two other remarkable individuals within Haitian history, which includes Jean-Jacques Dessalines, who also helped lead the revolt. Now, don't get me wrong. There were a lot of other people involved. I'm not saying all the names right now, but there were a lot of other people. For example, Bukman, um, make sure I'm saying this right, Henry Christophe, like there's so many other people who were in the revolution. So this is just me giving like a brief um, history. So anyway, so Dessalines was definitely what people will call about that life. Okay. Because when I read up on him, his attitude really reminds me of Malcolm X, like by any means necessary, he was not playing. His whole quote, his thing was, which translated means literally cutting heads and burning houses. Like he was on a different level when it came to that. Um, but anyway, so last but certainly not least is Catherine Flan, who is credited with, I hope I'm saying her last name right, but anyway, she's credited with sewing the Haitian flag in the year 1803, giving us the beautiful flag that we now get to wave proudly from Eastern Parkway to the streets of Miami and Boston every year on May 18th. Well, I don't know if we'd be on Eastern Parkway on the 18th, but you get my point. So when people ask you why you're proud to be Haitian or associated with Haitians, you've got facts to back it up, boo. <laughs> In the words of Remy Ma, I'm conceited. I got a reason. So if somebody ever tells you you shouldn't be proud to be Haitian, you hit them with another Remy Ma voice and you say, are you dumb? Are you dumb? And you keep it pushing and that's it. Like there's nothing else to be said after that. On that Remy Ma note, let's go ahead and segue right into the music magic section of the show, which, as I mentioned in the intro episode, this is basically just the part where I discuss music that I love or um, a hot new artist or an established artist. Maybe it's a new song that I heard that I haven't heard and I think you all should hear or just something that's a throwback and I want to share with you all. Um, for this week in particular, we're going to keep it strictly Haitian, which depending on my mood, I might switch it up from time to time, but it's Haitian Independence Day. So duh, we got to keep it 100% Haitian. It only makes sense. All right. For this week, I am featuring a new compa hit. Well, in my head, it's a hit. And I really do hope this young artist goes far because we actually went to high school together. Um, but anywho, so he's a singer and songwriter. Um, a young Haitian artist. Here is a short clip I'm going to play for you all, which um, the song, by the way, is called Feyo We, which translated means make them see you or let them see you. Um, you know, of course, I got to speak to my Creole challenge folks out there because, you know, hey, just because you Haitian don't mean you speak French or Creole. OK, keep that in mind. But all right, let me go ahead and play you all this clip. I hope that you enjoy it and I'll be right back. <laughs> Tu cas, c'est tu cas, c'est 
song you can go ahead and look it up actually let me tell you the information so you can go on youtube and search h.v music um you can also find him on instagram which his um his at name is underscore heverly which i will spell it for you so it's underscore h-e-v-e-r-l-y and go ahead check out his music tell him i sent you um make sure you check out the video it's very nice high definition like yo these new music videos, these Haitian videos, these movies, we stepping it up, okay? And I am truly excited for what more we have in store. So anyways, like I said, I hope you enjoyed that song. I really enjoyed it because for me, honestly, when I when I first heard the song, I was just literally just listening to the, um, the beat and the groove. And I'm like, oh, look at this. This video is cute. Then I sat back and I listened to it again. And I was like, wait, this song is really dope. Because like for me, it's a reminder that regardless of how people view you, you got to make sure you're out there doing the damn thing, showing people your greatness. And as a matter of fact, it's not even about showing other people because sometimes no one's worried about you. So you got to learn how to show yourself your own greatness and don't even care about showing off to other people. But anyways, all right, let me not get too deep. <laughs> but um, seriously, though, this is a dope track and you really should go check it out. Like I said, YouTube, you can search H.V music and via his Instagram underscore heavily which is h-e-v-e-r-l-y support haitian music you ain't got no choice it's lovely okay 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 we have reached the main part of the show this is the beth this is the pool okay this is the part i need you all to pay attention okay um just open your ears okay this section is the mental health check-in what i'm actually gonna call click crack for my true true haitians out there um click crack you know what that means. I say quick, you say crack. It basically is me inviting into a conversation. It's a call and response type of thing. Of course, in many different um, cultures of African descent, we have some type of call and response. Even if it's people just saying, what's good? Not much, my dude. You know what I'm saying? So that's basically quick crack. Like I'm inviting you to this conversation. Or nowadays, for at least for me and my friends, we'll be like, girl, tell me why. So... <laughs> In essence, it's the same thing, the call and response. So when you hear quick, that's me inviting you, and you say crack. So it's like, I'm responding. Cool. All right, that history lesson is out the way. Let's go ahead and move on. 
So, um, just for a quick background, because I realized I did not actually say this in the intro episode or in the beginning of this one either. So, okay, just a quick background for those who don't know, who don't know me or know me very little. I studied psychology in college and I've always been an admirer of the subject. Like I've always just, you know, been interested in how people, um, how people are, why they act the way they do and all these different things of that nature. So, of course, when I went to college, I did what most people did who didn't know what they went to. I did psychology, except I actually really love psychology. It wasn't just me doing it because it was there. Like I was actually one of the psych majors who cared a lot about it. Um, but one thing I realized, y'all, when I was growing up is that when you think about the black community, we don't really give mental health importance. Right. And I said this in the intro episode. So, you know, don't mind me if I'm repeating myself. But then I realized it's even worse in the Haitian community because growing up, you know, your parents get mad at you. You do something and like it would just be a lot of hostility. Like nobody really talked about their feelings. Like at one point I really thought to myself, oh, this is just an issue within my family. Like my family has shout out to my family. If y'all listening, hey, love y'all. But um, I was thinking to myself, OK, maybe we have a problem. But as I began to grow and even as I recently speak to more of my friends, I'm realizing, no, this is a cultural thing. No one talks about their feelings, especially in Haitian families. You just kind of let it rock and you let it roll off your shoulder, which it sucks. It really sucks to me. Sorry. Um, so, like, I get it. You know, it's just taboo in our culture. A lot of people are like, oh, it's a white thing or ufu, which means you're crazy. Um, and it's not. It's really not. Like, it's this is the only time I'll say <laughs> anything that's closely related to the all people thing but literally mental health affects everyone and it can affect everyone in different ways of course we don't all have the same issues but it can affect you differently especially people who've been oppressed for so long like we have so one thing I realized is like according to research the leading cause of death in black people here in the states is heart disease and then strokes come comes in at number four hmm, so we have heart disease and stroke that are um, and strokes, sorry, that are both killing us in large numbers. And then I looked up for Haiti, and it was basically the same thing. Um, granted, you know, there's different it's different living conditions, but it made me think, wow. So here in the states, we're quote unquote we're comfortable, comfortably living. There in Haiti, where a lot of people assume, oh, people are completely stressed as far as means of survival, right? So uncomfortably living, which obviously is not true for everyone. Um, which is also not true here. Like, it's just so many different factors that come to play. Um, but what I'm realizing is these, some of these chronic illnesses, high blood pressure, all these different things, granted food has to play with it as well, but mental health is something people don't really consider. So we'll, like, we'll have campaigns that are like, oh, you know, eat better, do this, do that. But then it's like, when do people ever really talk about, oh, but my mental don't get me wrong when you're on Twitter and Tumblr you will see a lot of people talk about these things but in um, a real real day-to-day conversation not that those platforms are not real but you don't really hear that like in families and we don't sit down around the table and really say hey how's your mental health which I guess is kind of a weird way to start a conversation especially if you're not licensed but I just think it's something we really need to consider more and thinking about how much we've gone through historically and even still in present times, constantly being traumatized by seeing um, 
different people brutalized by, you know, police or whatever the case might be. These different things, not just that, like that's just an example. Um, But let's take it even further, especially in Haiti is seeing people who are constantly affected by these natural disasters or actually being in there, like being a person who's gone, who's been living in Haiti their whole life and has gone through, um, I believe it was called, what was it? Hurricane Matthew that happened a few years ago, the earthquake, you know, um, and just all these different things. Like we don't think about it, but when you really sit there and consider a lot of people are suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder and they don't even know it y'all. People have all types of mental illnesses going on and because no one is willing to discuss it, people sit and they suffer in silence. And I just really think it's time that we start a new narrative when it comes to mental health, especially in the Haitian community. We need to find ways to talk about it and implement it in our culture in a positive way so that those kids who are coming after us can look and see and believe, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. We all need help in different ways. So another thing I think about is how we've been constantly discriminated against as black people in general, but then as Haitians coming to this country and people just putting us down, whether it be for, um, for our clothes, the food we eat, our skin color, whatever the case might be from not only um, white folks, but then also from other black people and, and other people in the Caribbean. So it's like having all these darts thrown at us, the taunts, the disenfranchisement that happened after the revolution with the French colonists. Like, y'all, when I tell you, <laughs> I really sit here and think about these things and it just gets so deep to me. And I'm really trying to find the language and the words to really discuss this, which is why I decided, hey, why not start this podcast? Let's talk about these things. I can't think about it all by myself. I need the help and the support of the community so we can like really go in on these topics. Um, and like one thing I'm going to leave with you all, because I know this may seem slightly like just um, not all over the place, but more so it's just me kind of ripping and running, thinking about all the things that I've thought about as of late. But one thing I really want to say is I was looking at this article and it was saying, um, let me see, it was something about like the top stressful jobs or whatever. And one of them included nurses aid. And I was like, wow, nurses aid. That makes a lot of sense. CNA or certified nursing aid or assistant, um, which I will testify. Um, there are a lot of people in my family who have who have or are CNAs. And in the Haitian community in general, most of our mothers are CNAs or home health aid in some way assisting in a different way. But it's usually assisting in such a way that so many pressures fall on them. Right. And in the article, it was talking about like stress and fatigue and all these different things that happen from these different jobs. And I was looking at these other like because um, y'all, I'll be doing research like I'm really I'll be trying to be so scholarly, even though all I got is my bachelor's. But I'll be out here trying to be a scholar, y'all. Um, but on the real, <laughs> so I was looking at this one, um, what was it? It was like a study, I believe in Boston. I hope I'm saying it. Yeah. Uh, I got to get this information for y'all. But so it was a study in Boston and it was talking about like immigrant kids and like the, um, the answers that they gave in the study that was done and basically how a lot of these kids are actually traumatized and they need, um, therapy, but to them, they don't see what they're going through as an issue to them. It's just like, Oh, I'm surviving. I have food in my belly. It's like, as um as Haitians, we've decided or learned to just accept the bare minimum. And it's like, no, we can actually do much more and be much more and be at peace while we're alive. Like, I'm so tired of people dying and we're like, rest in peace. Why can't we live in peace before we die? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, I just believe we all deserve peace of mind. And thinking about all these women who I know who have been CNAs or are CNAs, and they're still like struggling to make ends meet, or they're just extremely tired. And there was another article that was saying how a lot of um, times in the Haitian culture, we'll say, instead of, um, instead of saying that we're stressed, we'll just say, oh, it's fatigue. Or maybe we'll say, oh, it's always this, God can, God can, God can, God can. But it's like, <laughs> we have to learn also to help ourselves and also use those resources that God has given us at the end of the day. So, like I said, I'm just out here really ripping and running. And um, I just want you to, to join the discussion with me. Like, what do you all think? Like, how? what are some ways that we can start implementing the importance of mental health in our culture? Granted, I know there are some other issues that need to be addressed. So before anyone is like, well, there's other things going on that we could be focused on. We could worry about this later. We could worry about everything at one time. There are different people on earth for a reason. So please keep that in mind. I like I hate when I see online somebody addresses one issue. And as a matter of fact, there was a post recently on um, one of my favorite Instagrams and one of my favorite influencers on um on Mrs. Wanda's page. I think it was no, it was on Le Union Suite. Yeah, so it was on her um on her blog's page, Instagram. And I forget exactly what the post was, but it was something going on in Haiti that they're trying, right? All the comments, people going in, oh, well, how's that gonna work? They need to worry about this. People don't have this, people don't have that. And I'm like, man, turn your mama, turn turn your mama. Oh no, sorry, y'all. I'm about to segue way out of the mental health section. We're done with quick crack for the day. Let me just say that. But like a problem. I don't even know if I can say this in Creole and make it make sense. But basically, the way I look at things is we are all on this earth for a purpose. There are so many people on the earth. So many. There are different brains in each of our bodies. Everyone has their own brain. Everyone has their own skills. Everyone has their own talents. So when we sit here and we see an issue and the first thing you say is, well, I don't like the way they did it. They should have did it this way. Why are there so many people who sit on their behinds and they say all day, but they don't do any action. And if you're so upset about the way something's being done, instead of you opening your mouth to criticize, critique, whatever, why don't you do something? You can do, we can all do something. We can all contribute in one way or the other. Okay, perhaps your way of contributing is by giving your opinion. Okay, cool. Maybe you just don't have the skills, the resources, whatever, and you just have great ideas. That's good. Hit up the di- the person directly or whomever it is, whatever entity, and try to see, hey, is there a way that I could work with you all so that I can, you know, address this? I, You know, I have some great ideas about how I think this can go better. I know, you know, as Haitians, we're like, oh, go on there, I see. Well, look, I'm a person who believe in God and I believe in the law of attraction. If you keep saying things are going to be bad, that's all you're going to see. You're never going to see the good in things. So with that being said. That post, it just made me upset because I was just like, wow, people are really going in, but no one's offering like an actual solution. And for those who are listening, if you saw the post, you probably know what I'm talking about. But it's not even me just trying to like come for the people who commented. But I'm just like, man, like, and it's not just Haitian culture. Like, so many people do this in general. And I'm just like, man, 
nous parler mais nous pas marcher tout le monde besoin parler mais pas un monde qui besoin vont pas nous nous à l'aise nous à l'aise avec situation nous nou pas besoin lever pied nous lever bouda nous we gotta learn how to lift our asses up lift our feet and walk and just do what we need to do if you have such a big issue with things start making a change you can make it i believe in you okay baby i believe in you okay so anyways let's go ahead and segue right into the fun fact of the day i'm really sorry y'all that was a rant of rants but hey look I'm just here to talk about basically anything that comes to mind as far as it goes as me trying to empower and uplift us. So, all right. <clears throat> so let's go ahead to our fun fact, which actually is more of a his- another historical fact. But let's be honest, y'all. I I taught for a little bit and um, I did history. So I guess I always feel the need to just kind of be a mini historian. So as we mentioned earlier, not only was Haiti the... Um, Oh, shoot. Did I even say that earlier? I did not. I'm sorry, y'all. Okay, so not only was Haiti the first black republic, but it also was the second oldest independent nation in the Western Hemisphere after the U.S. Yes, U.S. got free in 1776 and we got free 1804. We were right after them. We also... One of the reasons we enjoy delicious bowls of soup jumu or squash soup, as some people call it, or pumpkin or both, because honestly... They both gonna be. They both gonna get eight, <laughs> as long as they got the right things in them and they're seasoned well and made by the right hands. Okay, so basically we eat soup jumu every Independence Day as a way to pay homage to our culture because during enslavement we weren't allowed to partake in the eating of this special soup. It was actually seen as a delicacy. So once we fought and won the Haitian Revolution against the French, this soup was used as a sign of um, celebration in our victory. So. Whenever you pull up a bowl of soup jumu, you are celebrating and paying homage to our ancestors. And I hope you all enjoy your soup. I'm one of those people who are hitting up their friends like, your mama made, your mama made that soup. Your mama made that soup. Where she at, though? Since I don't actually um, live near my mom, so I can't get her soup, but it's cool. She could express ship me a bowl, but it's okay. Thank God for good friends. Anyways. <laughs> So we have now reached the Sophie's Wisdom, Sophie's Wisdom Corner, whatever you want to call it. I love to inspire people in any way that I can. So I'm going to go ahead and do my part and walk in my purpose for just a few seconds. So bear with me before we end the show. Of course, another random thought came to mind. I don't know if y'all remember, but I think it was the Jerry Springer show. At the end of his shows, y'all, he used to sit. What's No, it had to be another host. Growing up, there were so many different talk shows. Anyways, there was somebody at the end of the show, they would talk to the screen and just give like a little word of wisdom. And I was just like, I think it was the Jerry Springer show. And I was just like, not after this ratchet behind episode, you want to give words of wisdom? Anyways, so <laughs> that's how I'm feeling right now. So let's move on. <sighs> Let me go ahead and spit this wisdom real quick and get out of your ears. Okay, so look, y'all, it's a new year. I know everyone is dropping their goals and resolutions on their timelines. Some of these goals will be met and some won't. That's life. But I just want you to keep one thing in mind for 2018. Just one. Don't sell my guy. Let's remove these masks. Let me say it again. Let's remove these masks. I don't even know how to say that in Creole. Oh, mask. Okay. 
But like Future said, F it, mask off. Okay? Live in your truth. Let's stop trying to be who everyone else wants or expects us to be. Be who you want to be and don't try to prove anything to anyone but your damn self. I know that a lot of times we go online, we see all these people doing all these great, amazing things. You can also be great. You're dope. You're already popping. You're lit. All right? You like you already have greatness inside you, but no one's going to see that until you believe it. You've got to believe it first by really learning who you are and being who you are, not what everyone else says you're supposed to be. Like I'm telling y'all, for years, for years and years, I've tried, well, not everything in my power, but most of the things in my power to try to just impress or make people think, oh, this and that about me. But I'm ready to just be like, yo, I don't have time. Actually, matter of fact, no, last year was basically that year for that. I don't really care no more um, because it's like what for what? Honestly, there's no reason to put on a show for anybody. You just be yourself. And if they like it, good. If they don't, that's cool, too. It is what it is. And like the song of the day or the um, sorry, the featured song of today on the music magic section said, fail well. OK, like heavily said, he said, fail well. <clears throat> people who are sitting here, like I said, they talking, they just have opinions to say, um, opinions to make and, you know, whatever. Stop, stop worrying about these people. Stop being that person. As a matter of fact, get up, take your mask off, be yourself and go after what you have been waiting for and what's waiting for you. Your blessings are out there, y'all. I really do believe that to be true. Fail well. 2018 nonstop. As a matter of fact, that's what I should put. Hashtag farewell. Farewell. You know what I'm saying? I want you all to be confident, love yourself, all that great stuff. Moisturize your skin, all that. All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. I really hope to hear from you all regarding what else you'd like to hear on the show. Tell me what you like or didn't like, but shh. DM me personally. Don't put me on blast. Do not put me on blast, please. Okay? I I don't want to be emotional. I don't want to cry. But no, seriously. Um, thank you all. And once again, Happy New Year. Let me say that again. <clears throat> that sounded crazy. Boop. But seriously, thank you all. And once again, Happy New Year.